Do you ever get tired of trying to do it all? Checking all the boxes, pleasing all the people, doing all the things. When what you really want is to take a step back and take a break from it all. Then you've come to the right place. SLJ Radio was created just for you by someone just like you, me. <laughs> We're busy raising babies and businesses and vibes. So let's make sure our cup is full too. This is Self Love Junkie Radio. Hello, hello, my sweet friends. Happy Thursday. Happy, happy, happy. Guys, this is episode 21. Can you believe it? Episode 21 for all the loyal listeners out there who have been following since I started SLJ Radio a couple months ago. Thank you guys so much. I'm just so honored to serve you in this way. And I'm grateful that you invite me into your homes, into your cars, into your ears every couple of days. And I'm just, I'm super grateful. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, friends, I'm excited for today's content. Today, we're going to talk about self-care for entrepreneurs. And in a lot of ways, I think entrepreneurs have to work extra hard to maintain consistent self-care because like our life is our work, right? Work it, as an entrepreneur, your workday can literally never be done. <laughs> There's always something to do always, always, always. So I think in a lot of ways, it takes a little bit more effort on our part to make self-care a priority because it's easy to just find something else to work on. Right? So I think self-care as an entrepreneur, I think self-care period as a human being <laughs> is vital, but especially as an entrepreneur and especially during launch seasons. So what I'm going to share with you guys today are my non-negotiables for self-care specifically during a launch, right? And we all launch at different frequencies. If I know I have a lot of Beachbody coaches who follow me and you guys basically launch monthly. Every time you start a new challenge group is a new launch for you, right? So it's really important that you stay on top of this because launching so frequently can easily lead to burnout. Um, and then other entrepreneurs, you know, I tend to launch every month-ish, every month, every two months, something like that, depending on the size of the offer. Some entrepreneurs only launch quarterly, some launch um, twice a year. It just really depends. But either way, that launch season and the energy that we have during that launch season is so, so important, guys, because... And if, if you've followed me and listened to me speak for any length of time, then you know that energy is everything. And especially as an online entrepreneur, energy is currency. Energy is currency, guys. You can have all of the most amazing systems and strategies and content, and all of this stuff. But if it's not backed up by the right energy, then it's going to fall flat and it's not going to go nearly as far as you'd like it to. It's not going to be nearly as successful as you would like it to be. So... That's why I want to talk to you guys about this today, because it's really important. Um, before we dive in, just a little reminder, Goddess of Creation enrollment is still open through Sunday evening. I'm super excited for this. If you have no idea what Goddess of Creation is, it is my signature content creation course that is so much more than a content creation course, guys. Basically, I'm going to teach you how to take your content from what the fuck to fierce as fuck and converting with ease. And... We do that by talking about healing ancestral wounds and identifying our authentic voice and speaking our authentic voice and writing engaging content and all of these other aspects that go into content creation that people don't typically think about. It's not just writing 
some shit and posting it on the internet. There's so much more that goes into content creation that is authentic and genuine and that leads to authentic and genuine connections. And we all know that from those kind of connections come sales and come loyal customers, right? So it's so important that we get our content right. This is how we're sharing our message with the world. So it's not something that we can just fuck around with, friends. Don't fuck around with your content. <laughs> it's literally how you're getting your message and your purpose and your mission out into the world. So you've got to make sure it's on point so that it can be found by the right people. So like I said, that enrollment is open through Sunday night. Um, extended payment plans are available. It's also a super affordable course, you guys, for what you're going to be getting. So if you have questions, feel free to reach out, send me an email, send me a DM on Instagram, whatever. Um, I'll also leave the link to the sales page here in the show notes. All right, friends, let's dive in. So Every time I launch, I have a launch plan. And my launch plan, I can't remember if it's five or six items, but there are five or six items on there that I consider and, and I, I plan out really thoroughly for each launch. And one of those items is called an energy plan. And basically my energy plan is specific instructions or it consists of specific instructions for the daily self-care that I will be engaging in for the duration of my launch. Okay, so... I think this is probably the most important piece to my launch plans um, because like I said, you can have like your, your systems and your strategies and all of that shit can be on point, but if it's not backed up by the right energy, it's not going to go very far. So um, this energy plan, I look to it for guidance on what type of self-care I need to be engaging in for the duration of my plan, whether my plan, whether my launch is, whether I'm doing like a three-week launch, four-week launch, two-week launch, super short launch, whatever it is, I'm going to engage in this plan for the duration of that launch period. And remember, your launch includes everything that's leading up to the actual cart open, the cart being open for however long you leave yours open for, and then even the next few days following the cart close. So normally my launch period is uh, about three, three and a half weeks. I leave my cart open typically eight to 10 days, and then I back things up from there by about a week and a half to two weeks. So my launch periods tend to be three, three and a half weeks long. Um, and this is the self-care that I practice consistently during that time. And again, I say this during launch season just because during a launch, I feel like self-care is the first thing to go because we think we have to send this email, we have to create this piece of content, we have to be here and we have to be there and we have to do this and we have to do that. But really what we need to focus on is our energy and focusing our energy excuse me, focusing on our energy begins with focusing on our self-care. So let's dive in, guys. This list is probably a little bit longer than you would expect it to be, but um, it's in no particular order, so no order of importance or anything like that. Everything on here, in my opinion, is equally important. Take from it what you will. Create your own energy plan for your next launch. Let me know how it goes. But yeah, let's dive in. All right, number one. So daily quiet time. This is a non-negotiable for me, period, end of story, during my entire life. Like not just during a launch period, um, but daily quiet time. And um, a lot of people ask me how I make this happen, how I make this a priority, especially with two little kids at home. I have a five-year-old and a nine-month-old. Um, so how do I make quiet time a priority? And the answer is I get my ass up in the morning. Like I get up early. Um, I get up between four and five in the morning. And no, I do not have a sweet little angel baby who sleeps through the night. My nine-month-old wakes up every two hours. This past, last night, she woke up at 10. 
12 and two. And when she woke up at two, she did not go back to sleep until almost four. <laughs> and my ass was still up at five because I know that I am a better mom. I'm a better friend. I'm a better business owner. I am a better coach. When I take that time for myself, even if it means sacrificing a little bit of sleep, because it allows me to ease into my day. So instead of waking up and instantly having to be everything to everyone and slap on all of these hats and make breakfast and get kids ready and out the door and do all of the laundry and do all of the things, I get to be me. Like I get to be me before I have to be anyone else. And that time for me is sacred and I, I, I've sacrificed it in the past and it has been a nightmare. <laughs> um, so it's worth it to me to sacrifice that little bit of sleep to be a better human being. So um, that's number one, my daily quiet time. And during that time, I meditate, I read, I journal, I do um, card pulls, I pray, whatever feels right um, is what I do. Sometimes I'll even start working a little bit, like create a little bit of content, do a little bit of brainstorming. And by the time my kids wake up, I've normally been up for at least an hour, sometimes an hour and a half to two hours, and I'm ready for them. I'm ready when they wake up, you know, when those little eyes pop open and I hear mama for the first time, it's not fucking annoying. <laughs> it's, it's welcomed and it's well-received because I've, I've already had my time to fill my cup, right? And that's extra important during a launch season. Um, number two, daily time outside. So daily sunshine. Um, right now, I live in North Carolina, and it's pretty chilly. Um, it was like 40-something degrees this morning when we woke up. Um, the high today is in the low 60s, but I will still get outside and take at least a 30-minute walk with my baby and my dog. Just because it's just, I, I don't know. This might not be one that's, you know, super relevant to you, but it helps me so much when I spend time outside. Spend time outside in nature, unplugged, um, just living and breathing and being present. Um, it really helps to ground me. And especially during a launch season, it's really easy to get in your head, right? Like no one's going to buy, no one's going to sign up, no one likes this. What if this happens? What if that happens? And we're running through every worst case scenario possible when really what we need to do is ground and just be present in our body, right? Because that's the only thing that we can control. That's the only thing that we have access to. And that's the, that is the space in which we can create the best possible outcomes from is just being present. So I give that, that to myself. That is a daily non-negotiable is, um, a daily walk outside in the sunshine. And if it's, if it's raining, then I at least like to sit out on my balcony and be outside because it's such a grounding activity for me. Number three, asking for and actually receiving and accepting the support. So um, I think this is really hard for stay-at-home moms to ask for and receive support from other people because being a stay-at-home mom is our job, right? It's not quote-unquote fair for us to expect support. But think about it, guys. If you were working somewhere and you needed help with something, you would fucking ask for it, right? Like you wouldn't just like flail your way through it until you like figured out something. No, chances are you would ask someone for help. You would ask someone for support. You would ask someone for guidance. And that's no different when you're a stay-at-home mom. So for me, what asking for and receiving support looks like, my husband works third shift. So he sleeps all day long, wakes up at 3 p.m. And he either goes into work at 7 or 11, depending on the shift. So either 7 p.m. or 11 p.m. 
So we normally have, you know, a short, pretty short window of time together. And I'll ask him to watch the kids while I go and do yoga, or I'll ask him to watch the kids while I run to Target and just be by myself for a little bit. Or ask him to, or he normally cooks dinner. So I allow that to happen. You know, yesterday he cooked dinner and I vacuumed and I swept and, you know, we kind of worked together and I felt so supported. And I think that's really, really important during a launch season to allow yourself to be supported in that way. Um, it raises your vibrational frequency because you're not super stressed out. You're not freaked out. You're not running on scarcity thinking that you have to do everything by yourself because you're supported, you know, and, and that speaks volumes to our energy guys. So don't be afraid to ask for support, even if, especially if you are a stay at home mom building a business, ask for support and allow yourself to be supported. I know it's really hard because we think we have to be these strong, independent women, but what I've learned through trial and error is that a big piece of being a strong, independent woman is knowing when to fucking ask for help, having the strength to be vulnerable and to ask for help when you need it. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that shows more courage than anything. So this is huge for me during a launch, asking for and receiving support. Um, the next few are pretty fun. <laughs> Number four, sex. Guys, sex. Sex, 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 sex. Do it all the time, anywhere you can, whenever you can. I don't fucking care. Like basically, as a mom with a five-year-old and a nine-month-old, it's like, take it when you can get it, <laughs> you know, because at least one of the children is bound to be awake and you got to sneak it in where you can, right? It doesn't matter where it is, but sex, guys, this goes, this is directly correlated with your ability to receive. So, um... You know, I was just talking about asking for and receiving support. Well, I mean, sex in turn, from, from the female standpoint is a very receptive activity. And um, it really speaks a lot to our ability to receive pleasure, receive abundance, receive love, receive affection, receive intimacy, right? And I don't know about you, but I see sales as highly intimate. It is a very intimate activity. It's not like 99.9% .9 of sales is based on emotion. And emotion is directly correlated with intimacy. So if you have a block and you can't receive sex and intimacy, especially during a launch period, if you can't receive that from your significant other and your partner, then you can't expect to receive intimacy in the form of a, of a physical payment from, from a friggin' stranger on the internet. Right, so being able to relax and have sex and receive that level of pleasure and intimacy during such a high stress time is huge. Not only that, but it also like has a wealth of other benefits like reducing your stress, reducing your anxiety, right? releasing and opening up creativity because literally your, your creativity is housed in your womb space, in your sacral chakra area. So releasing that, tapping into that and just having fucking fun. Like launching doesn't have to be hard and it doesn't have to be stressful and it doesn't have to be, you know, all of these other negative words and negatively connotative words that we typically associate with a launch. It can be fun. It can be easy and you can have lots and lots of fucking sex during it. So I highly encourage that for so many different reasons, right? Exercise your ability to receive, exercise your, your ability to engage in intimacy. 
exercise your ability to have fun and to engage in less stressful activity during a high stress season. Right? And who, the, who like, let's be honest, who doesn't love sex? Like, come on, ladies, come on. <laughs> so that's another one for me. Um, next, these two are kind of linked together, but movement and nutrition. So daily exercise, making sure I'm taking care of my body, drinking plenty of water, eating good food. And that's just to support the physical vessel. Because if we don't feel physically well, then that's going to translate into our energy, right? Our energy is going to be low. We're going to feel fatigued. We're going to feel tired. We're going to feel lethargic. So it's important to support the physical vessel as well because the physical vessel contributes to the energetic vessel. So making sure you're taking time for exercise, eating well, drinking plenty of water. Um, the next thing, mindset. Mindset. So this one is huge, guys, especially if you're someone who um, for the large majority of your life, you've dwelt in scarcity. So thinking that there's not enough to go around, that the market is saturated, that you don't have enough money whatever, guys, if you're dwelling in a space of thinking that you don't have enough money to invest in X, Y, Z, then you are only going to attract people who mirror that same mentality. So if you're sitting there thinking, like if you're a business owner and you haven't invested in, your, in a coach yourself, like you haven't invested in a business coach or a content coach or any kind of coach, because you don't think you have enough money. How can you possibly expect to attract people to you who think that they have an abundance of money and are ready to invest in themselves? We attract what we project. And if you're projecting scarcity, lack, you don't think anyone's gonna sign up, you don't, whatever, that's what you're gonna attract, friend. I, it, it blows my mind how many fucking coaches are out there on the internet without their own coaches and they expect to be able to sign lots of people. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you are sitting in scarcity. You are dwelling in fear that you don't have enough money to do X, Y, and Z. And those are the types of people you are going to attract. That is your energy. That's where you're sitting. You're sitting in scarcity, afraid to invest in yourself. And that is what you will attract in return. That's how the fucking world works. That's how energy works, friend. So we have to pay very close attention to our mindset, especially during a launch period. So are you sitting there dwelling in fear and scarcity and lack and thinking, oh, no one's going to sign up. No one's signed up in the past. No one's going to sign up in the future. Um, or are you thinking things like, I don't deserve to make money. And these can be subconscious thoughts too, like, like thoughts that you're unconsciously thinking and you have on repeat, which you have to dig a little bit deeper to identify those things, but they will hold you back. They will create resistance in your business because it's an energy that you're putting out, right? So we have to pay such close attention to our, to our mindset and to our thoughts during a launch season. And my, some of my um, strongest mantras during a launch season are that I get whatever the fuck I want, not because I'm spoiled, but because I'm sacred and the universe wants me to thrive. So I always get what I want. Um, abundance flows to me with ease. I'm a magnet for money, right? These are the types of things that I want fueling my mindset, not anything that's related to lack. Because if I'm putting out lack, I'm going to get lack, whether it's in the form of no clients or clients who are, who are not ready to invest in themselves. So we want to make sure that our mindset is good. And the last piece is embodying abundance, embodying abundance. So this one's fun. Um, so think about it. When you're in launch season, what, what are you expecting to attract? You're expecting to attract clients, right? Paid clients. 
Um, and that translates then into financial abundance, right? Because they're paying you for a service that you're doing. Well, if we attract what we project, then it's really important that we're projecting abundance. If we want to attract abundance in the form of clients and, and possibilities and students and all of these things, then we have to first project abundance. So what does that look like? That looks like spending some fucking money. <laughs> I'm not saying spending a shit ton of money. I'm not telling you to go out and buy a Louis Vuitton bag. Although there are coaches who I follow who that's what they do during their launch seasons. They go out and buy, uh, they go out and buy Louis Vuitton stuff and they buy like Gucci belts and, and all of this other shit because that's the energy they want to be in because that's the energy that they want to attract. So you, if you're a health and fitness coach and you aren't, you, you're hesitant to invest in a coach or hell, you won't even buy yourself a new fucking sports bra because it costs too much money. You are not dwelling in abundance, friend. You're not, you're dwelling in scarcity, you're dwelling in lack, and that's all you're going to receive in return. I can't say that enough. <laughs> so we have to embody the abundance that we want to experience. So how do we do that? How do I do that? I typically, what embodying abundance looks like for me is I stop telling myself no. Like as a mom, I tell myself no to the stupidest, tiniest shit all the time. Like, no, I can't have that new face wash. No, I can't have that new sports bra. No, my underwear have holes all in them, but I can't buy new underwear. <laughs> like it's the craziest shit that we tell ourselves no to. And it's all based in fear. We're afraid to spend that money on ourselves or we feel unworthy of spending the money on ourselves. Right? So basically during launch season, I stopped telling myself, no, if I want to buy a coffee from Starbucks, I fucking buy a coffee from Starbucks. If I want a new pair of underwear, I buy a new pair of underwear. If I want a new crystal, I go and buy a new crystal and I allow it to, to feel abundant and expansive in my body. So used to, um, and it's still a pattern that I have to work on pretty diligently now, whenever I would spend money, it would literally feel like suffocating. Like I remember several months back, I did a post on this. I bought a Yeti cup, the first Yeti cup I'd ever bought in my life. Um, it's just one of the little mugs that was like $24.99. And when I paid for it, it felt like suffocating. Like I asked my husband, I was like, do we have the money for me to spend $24.95 on this mug? Like da -da 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 -da. And I just made this big deal about it. But at the end of the day, I wanted the fucking cup and it made me feel good to have it. So, but I was coming from a place of so much lack and scarcity and fear. And I abandoned all of that during my launch season. You have to, you have to, you cannot lead with fear and lack and scarcity and expect to attract abundance. So we have to begin embodying the abundance that we seek. It's not enough to just seek it. You have to become it. You do not attract what you want. You attract what you are, right? So if you are being cheap and like, I'm just gonna, just gonna be really honest and candid here, guys, if you're being cheap and you're being quote unquote frugal, then that's the type of people you're going to attract into your circle. You're going to attract people who are also fearful of spending money, hesitant to invest, and unwilling to pay, period. Whether your offer is $5 or $500. If that's where your energy lies, then that's, where, that, that's what you'll attract into your circle. So embody abundance.
buy the coffee, invest in the coach, take the course, buy the bra, get the underwear, whatever makes you feel abundant, right? Whatever makes you feel abundant. And when you spend that money, be so fucking grateful that you had it to spend and allow it to feel expansive in your body. And remember, I also have this mantra, whatever I spend money on makes me money. Right? So it's this idea that by putting out abundance, I attract in abundance. So don't think of yourself as losing money in these investments or in these like instances of abundance, but instead think of it as an investment that is going to come back to you tenfold. Right? Whatever I spend money on makes me money. Whenever I spend money, I make money. Whenever I spend money, I make money. Whenever I spend money, I make money because I am embodying the energy of what I want to attract. And that is key to manifestation. That's manifestation 101, friends. <clears throat> okay, so that's my list, guys. All in all, energy is everything. And if your energy isn't on point during launch, it will not go as well as you would like it to. It, you will not attract the clients that you want. It just won't happen, right? And this applies, this has been all about launching and energy during launch season and things like that. But it applies to any content that you're launching, a course, a challenge group, an ebook, um, even just like a post that you're putting out into the world. Guys, before I post anything to the internet, I do like a little happy dance and I infuse that, that energy into my post because we can feel it. Guys, you can feel energy. You, you can look at someone and tell when they're stressed out or when they feel really tense or when they feel really excited. Like, our, our energy speaks and it can speak over the fucking internet too. It can speak through screens. So it's so important that we infuse everything that we are putting out into the world with, with high vibe energy if we want it to be well received, right? If that's the energy that we're, that we're expecting in return, then that's what we have to send out into the world, right? And that's a lot of what Goddess of Creation is all about. It's about getting your energy right before you post or before you try and sell or before you launch or whatever. Um, it's about getting your energy right. It's about getting your messaging right. It's about getting your purpose and, and, and your personal message and your voice right. So you can attract the people who need you most and, and who, who, who need to be in your circle, right? So you attract your people instead of just random fucking weirdos on, on the internet. <laughs> Okay, so just a quick little rundown on my list. Number one, daily quiet time. Number two, daily outside time, walks, whatever. Number three, ask and receive support. Number four, sex. Number five, movement. Number six, nutrition. Number seven, mindset. And number eight, embodying abundance. And it all comes back to making sure that our energy is up, our energy is good, our energy is pure and aligned. That way we can attract whatever the fuck we want. If you do a launch and it does not go as planned, nine times out of 10, I will bet you it's because of your energy. Your energy was off. Something was off with your energy. Something was off with your mindset. Some, something was just off. Something was, was off with your embodiment. Something was off, right? So this is where we can begin to make those tweaks. We can kind of evaluate and we can make some shifts moving forward into our future launches, right? So I encourage you, create an energy plan for your next launch if you don't already have one. And for God's sake, if you are an online coach in the online space expecting to sign clients, hire your own fucking coach. Like it has to happen. It has to happen. Stop expecting people to do something that you yourself won't do. 
Stop expecting people to invest in you if you want to invest in yourself first. All right, friends, let's wrap this up. I feel like this got very long, <laughs> but I hope you guys have a fantastic Thursday and I will see you on Tuesday or hear you, listen to you, speak with you. I don't know. Let's have a chat. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye guys.